All right, guys. So I know that we usually start off with the word of the day. Yeah, we but, do. But instead of doing the word of the day, I have something even better for you guys. Ooh. So. What you got? Hell no. We're not starting <laughs> out in what? Nah, just. What you, you just want right keep, Okay. You got to just keep. Yeah. Let me think of a word of the day. Just let it roll, bro. Okay, I'm done. Hey, vocals over here. What you thought? <laughs> Put on okay. some music, soul child. I'm dead. Nah, I had to. Okay, so I had to play it because it got cut off last episode. And I was like, nah, that's like my shit. So I guess the phrase of the Maybe week you don't is. You'll be cripping. What are you talking about? Damn, I'm not a crip. You're right. You but I was just like. But it was hilarious. Say so, <laughs> I know what it is. We're red right now. Shut the fuck up. So, anyways, the phrase of the week or the phrase of the day is never knew because I never knew I needed that shit in my life. So smooth. Anyways. Right. So meditated <laughs> murder. Oh my god. So Good. welcome back to the Bugetto Chronicles. We are your hosts, Renee and Brandon. Happy was in the building. Hey. Um, and this is a podcast where we talk about all things bougie and ghetto as hell. So how is your weekend, friend? Or how is your week? I haven't seen your ass in a minute. Listen, so. I get ghosted a little bit. Right? <laughs> I went back to Cleveland. I rocked with the fam. You know what I did? Me and my mom went on a whole world tour. And on my birthday, on the 21st, we went to go see every single one of my uncles, aunts, relatives, cousins, one by one. Um, Cause we got one of those families where you got that that solid unit that's right there, and then everybody else be scattered around, and you barely get to rock with them. So uh, I spent most time I've ever spent with any of those relatives all in the same day, and then the next day as well with the friends and everything. And it was mad love out there. So uh, that's what I did. I went home. You know what I mean? Rebooted, and and it was that. So outside of that, I was here. You know. I might have seen me out, but nice. Did you see the kids? Did you like, definitely got yes. the kids together, put them together? You know what I mean? Everything was good. Everything was good. Good flip, bruh. Well, I, I mean, obviously, what's up my, with you? My family is local, so I just kind of stayed in the area and then visited my mom. Um, we did Christmas breakfast at her house and then. We did the remaining part of uh, Christmas at my sister's house. I ain't get no invite though. So I know, right? Yeah, I yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Just get ghosts, right? Right. I mean, hey, you want ghosts though, you know? Fake friends. Be I, like that damn. Sometimes. I mean, I didn't get it. I got a song. Let me find a song. Okay. Y'all know what this is. Life of Pablo, living in San Pablo. Real friends, 
How many of us? How many of us? How many jealous? Real friends, there's not many of us. We smile at each other, but how many honest? Trust issues. Switch up the number. How many of us? All I need to do is invite. I just wanted to eat your food. I mean, I didn't get no invite. I mean, Ohio's a mission, though. That's a whole to, mission. I ain't trying to go out that you way. You would have been mad at me if I brought you out there. Right, especially for some, you know. Nope. There's nobody out there. Exactly. There's plenty of people out there. It's like Oakland, just a little bit bigger. Is it, though? Didn't even know. Does Ohio have black people? Listen, it's like Oakland. Cleveland is like Oakland, population-wise, culture-wise, and everything of the sort. So if you've never been out there, head out there in the summertime. Interesting. Well, we'll probably have to take a trip out there then. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Don't hit on. Um, what else has been going? That's on? like going to Vallejo and calling the Oakland. No, I mean it's not. The, it's definitely not the exactly. same. Exactly. You're talking about Ohio. I mean, okay. Most All people right. I know that are from Ohio, maybe it's like they're from Cincinnati or like some other parts, but they never really say that like That's Ohio. Cleveland. Okay. So Nobody Cleveland. said I'm from Ohio. Cleveland. Okay. So it's kind of like a New York thing where if they're like from New York, they're like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Harlem. Like they Facts. don't say, okay, it's that like makes that. sense. I'm from Oakland. I'm from the town. I'm not from SF. I'm not from San Francisco. Yeah. If y'all live in Vallejo, I don't know what to say Vallejo. That's all you Okay, don't be that. over here getting on Vallejo like that, yo. It's listen, still the Bay. It's still the Bay. Still got family out in Vallejo, uh, too. So I can just say you from Vallejo. That's true. Most people do. Or if they don't know where it's from, that's when they just say, oh, well, okay, I'm from the Bay. I only know like three little cities in town, so I don't want to say Vallejo, Oakland, or SF. SF. Yeah. I don't even know what you say. Do you say SF or San Fran? Or what say? Okay, so when anybody ever says San Fran, that's when we immediately know, like, you're clearly not from the Bay. There's this, mm -hmm. one, there's this one podcaster that I listen to, love to death, she's great. But she's always like, yeah, I was born and raised in San Fran, but she moved to Florida like a lot earlier on in her life. It's like, okay, yeah, so you can't really claim the Bay, bro. Because San Fran is like, I don't know who made that shit up. I think it's like WPS, like white people shit. But um, most people that are truly from the Bay, they either say like, I'm from SF, I'm from the city. They the don't city has already been taken by New York and you can't say the city. Everybody from out here says the city though. Okay. Yeah, they say the city or they, they say SF, the right? Gotcha. But nobody says San Fran. Like, it's cringeworthy when I hear people it's say San Fran. I'm going to San Fran today. Oh, my God. If you went to <laughs> Cleveland, you would like Cleveland. Yeah. It's probably more to do out there than it is in Oakland. Interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I can't really... Can't even quantify. It's okay. Yeah, I can't even comment on that because, you know, I've never been. So, mm -hmm. But that just gives me more reason to go out and, and explore. sports and... teams and... All types of same type of population. <sighs> this has been this word from our sponsor, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Um, so we're gonna be pretty quick with this episode, you know, just because it's a recap of the year and whatnot. But you know, bitches got places to be, people see dicks to suck, bitches to fuck. So, you know, we're gonna keep this short and sweet for you guys. Oh my god. Yep, my god. So we're going to get into our word on the street segment. Word on the street. Hey. So last week, we literally, we like literally just got done recording, me and Janae. And um, we were talking about ASAP Rocky's nudes. So. Janae Iko? Yeah, Janae Iko was here. Was it, yeah. Oh Smoked a lot of sativa too. <sighs> I'll do some things to her. <laughs> I bet you would. 
I would too. I had to be on the sewer somewhere. (laughs) Dead. Um, Yeah, but immediately after we were done recording, she like we went our separate ways. I got so many text messages, just like I did about the ASAP Rocky thing, and the baby's nudes were leaked. So, <laughs> that's right, nigga. We talking about dicks today. Oh, my God. We talking about I'm about to make my exit for a little bit. I'm going <laughs> to oh, see y'all no. on the other side of this segment. I mean, we... <laughs> Mic drop. This nigga's really leaving. <laughs> got some soda. What you got going on? Wow. Let me know what you're I'm dead. I can't do this by myself. All right. All right, fam. So, <laughs> the baby's nudes were leaked. And um, Twitter went crazy. That's that's just all I can say. Twitter went crazy, and I mean, it was hmm, it was a nice size. I'm not. I'm just gonna say that it was a nice size. It was good for his how short he is. For how short he is, it was a nice size. Um, he's claiming it's not his dick because he doesn't send nudes. But I mean, everybody's like. You might as well just claim that shit, bro. So, yeah. Uh, Brandon literally just left my ass. I'm hella dead right now. All right, so we're moving on. Jake Paul. Since we're just talking about dick and everything. So, Jake Paul, if those of you guys who do not know, he is a super trash YouTuber and Instagrammer. Super famous. It's like annoying-ass white boy who literally posts about fuck shit and has been in the news millions of times over some controversial shit. Um, strongly dislike him, but the reason we were bringing him up today, because we got some more dick news. <laughs> we are not bringing up shit. I already dropped this mic, so I'm going to head out. <laughs> gently get the SpongeBob real quick. Dead. All right. Come on. Hit good. me when the segment is... <laughs> I swear, just after this one, just after this one. Okay. So, from way back here, dude. Um. Okay, so I guess a video leaked that he was sucking some dick. Most people who know Jake Paul, he's married to a woman. I guess they have an open relationship. That's why I was kind of surprised that people were so shocked about this because, like, they literally said that one of their like partners is a guy. So um yeah so i mean he just he was on he was on tape basically giving some sloppy toppy and to say the least i mean it wasn't bad i mean pretty good at it wasn't that bad all right i'm done i'm done talking about dicks we're done (laughs) i don't know where this nigga went but um You good? We back. You good, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm All chilling. right. You chilling? You yeah, just like right. didn't want to talk about no more dicks? I just had no comment. <laughs> no comment? It's you just don't want me to... and mine. Me and mine. That's all I really care about. <laughs> You've been there for me for years. Uh-huh. Years and years and years. It never left me. You See, know? now we're talking about your dick. What? Like, it's I'm all just good. saying. That's what I'm okay with. It's okay. We could. Yeah. Okay. But now this gets all like sad and shit. Okay. I'm not going to have any comments on it. We're just going to leave it. Right. As such, right here. Exactly. Right. It's your partner in crime and just call partner it a in crime. Exactly. Never let me down. <sighs> All right. Uh, <laughs> this one's sad. So there was a Texas shooting. It literally happened like maybe two, three hours ago. Um. Yeah. Right. Um. There was a Texas church shooting in White Settlement, Texas, which that sounds. I mean, I'm not surprised. 
Um, but yeah, there's two people dead, one injured so far. And, you know, just, I mean, obviously we talk about it all the time where there needs to be more regulation and how many more churches, how many more schools, how many more establishments need to be fired up before we actually make change. So um, condolences to the people that lost loved ones and the people that were affected by this, you know, horrible incident, Definitely. you know, but obviously we wish that there was more being done about regulation. All right, back to some ratchet ass shit. So Masika and Fetty Wap. So for those of you guys who do not know who Masika is, I don't because she's irrelevant as fuck, but is she? she was on Love and Hip Hop. Okay. That's the only reason why. Which one? Uh, Hollywood. Oh. She was like on the first season, but then she's back because she got knocked up by Fetty Wap. Is that still going on? Do they still do Love and Hip Hop? They do. So the hip hop, I would say out of all of the franchise, I would say hip hop, uh, Love and Hip Hop. Wow, I can't even talk to it. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood and the. Talking about all that dicks. (laughs) Right, the dick got me all digmatized and shit. Like, if you've seen the babies, like, you would know. Anyways, I'm not um, going to waste time. It's okay. I'm not so sure. Oh my god. Um, so she got knocked up by Fetty Wap, and she tried to bring him on the show. He was on there for like a season, and then I think he'll make appearances every now and then. But literally, it's just she did it for a fucking storyline. So basically, what happened is she went on Twitter, and she and I hate when parents do shit like this. She didn't have, it wasn't a video of her kid crying, but she basically was telling Twitter that her child, her three-year-old child is crying because she's like, where's my dad? Basically saying that he's an absent father. Damn. Right. So sure, nobody likes an absent father because like you ain't shit. You know, if you decide to have a child, you should probably be in its life or at least help out financially, like whatever floats your boat. Something, for sure. Something like that. But, um... That's when everybody just started going crazy and in her, not even just in her DMs, but just on Twitter, like reposting and being like, I mean, it's fucking Fetty Wap. He has like 20 other baby mamas. Like, what did you expect? You knew what you signed up for. So she was just going crazy on Instagram and Twitter and cussing everybody out and being like, just going bad and calling people dusty, going bad and just saying the most and doing the most. But it's also kind of like, I mean, not far-fetched though you kind of didn't know what you were setting yourself up for because she tried to claim like you know people don't show you their crazy side until like afterwards or blah 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 which can be true but it's like if someone has a track record of having more than five or six baby mamas then you should probably proceed with caution probably so she might have been digmatized too because being digmatized is a real ass thing but i don't I don't let's think let's she was... talk about that. How does that work? How does that work? What does it feel like? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so being digmatized, it's, I mean, it, I've in done my... It to, uh, but I don't understand the feelings as they go. I call it some other shit. I think there's a couple things that goes with it. I think whether you... Because, okay, regardless of if you're actually digmatized or not, when you're being intimate with somebody, you do release oxytocin. You do release oxytocin, right? That's just a bonding thing. So you can release it during sex while, like, 
I look so ugly, bro. Yeah, we take the selfies in <laughs> at the same time. So oxytocin, Literally. cool. Okay. So, right. So that's a bonding chemical that's released during sex while like making eye contact, shit like that. Is that your boo? Yes, it is, actually. Oh, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, I said hi. got the juice. Definitely. Yeah. So I think oxytocin plays a component in it, right? And then on top of that, I would say with that being said, with oxytocin, then you start developing feelings, even if they aren't shit. And I think it's also, depending on the person, the individual, I think when, <coughs> excuse me, um, I think with the person and that individual, like some people are afraid of being alone. Some people are looking for companionship. They don't know, necessarily know what type of version of companionship they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they kind of just let things slide. And that's essentially how you get digmatized because you uh. justify the person's actions and being hopeful that they're either going to one change or two be like, well, the dick's so good. I mean, they put it down and you feel like there's some sense of companionship when in reality, there technically isn't. Or is it that y'all don't want to do or have to jump from dick to dick? And, you know, this is good. I'm going to keep this because I don't want to be all over the place. And this person knows my body. And we're kind of, we're good. Good at times and things of that sort. Is it any of that? Or is it more so just the feelings of companionship and things of that sort? Because some women run away from feelings but they stay on the dick though right so yeah i mean that would again go back to like the individual so it's not like one case fits for all for people with like that like for me personally like i don't give a fuck i'll jump dick to dick cooch to cooch like i don't care like whatever i'm just feeling and i'm vibing in the moment there are people though that like in my experience where even when i've been having sex with like plenty of people there's like that one particular person that the go-to well yeah that because they know exactly what i like Mm -hmm. i know exactly what they like um Mm -hmm. on top of that it's just like but i also think with that specific like i'm thinking of a specific person right now and i think that when i was making those mistakes with them Mm -hmm. i think it was me trying to be hopeful that it would have turned into a relationship and it essentially did turn into that but it was a super toxic one um Mm -hmm. but i justified a lot of the stuff and didn't leave that situation because i was digmatized how old were you i was like 22. yeah that sounds about right (laughs) so (laughs) damn everybody got one of those right everybody has that one toxic person and that's not to and you shouldn't you know but um i think that's why but honestly and i i don't know masika personally obviously this is just my opinion i don't think it's necessary like if you've seen her from throughout the years i don't think she had this whole digmatized situation with betty Wap. i think it was more about the money and securing the bag because she did end up getting pregnant by him when he was in his prime when he was doing well with music um I know they had a song together and whatnot, but I think it was around that time where she actually like had a song with him and then got knocked up. And then now he's starting to like fizzle away. Like, I mean, nobody's really no diss, but nobody's really checking for Fetty Wap like that right now. Ooh, diss. I mean, it's just <laughs> but who is? <laughs> like dead ass. So I think that's why it's like you're still trying to be relevant. And I think also because you're still part of love and hip hop, you're still trying to make this storyline and this narrative for yourself. 
It's like, girl, does that suck? Absolutely. But at the same time, move on, you know, like be a good example for your child and move on. But don't be posting all your shit to social media and being like, oh, my daughter's asking where her dad's at. Because now you're just being petty as fuck. Why didn't you go talk to him about that? And then when the daughter grows up, she's going to look at social media. And then at the same time, it's going to be like, oh, like this is what was happening when that was there. And maybe at that point, he's back and trying to make some type of relationship. And that's going to be damning to the relationship. So it's about the relationship in general itself. Then you should probably, you know, keep that, hold that down, man. Don't be selfish about that. Just understand that that kid's going to grow up at some point and definitely hold it down until either he comes back or he doesn't. But, you know what I mean? Try to cover for each other because if it's about the relationship and it's about the kid truly, then you will leave that door open definitely for the person that that kid is gonna love or be in love with depending on how old they are if they remember or whatever but well right so even with this i'm sure like her child quote-unquote crying asking where her dad is and whatnot it's sad and it's like obviously she has questions already and the older she gets she's gonna have more questions but it's something that you should talk to her yourself and not throw that out to the internet that's why i'm saying like so i agree with you where it's like i don't necessarily think it was like it was like it was basically was kind of like low-key malicious where it's like which sucks because, like, yes, he's trash for not being there for his kid. But at the same time, you as a mom, like, why are you putting out your dirty laundry for the rest of the world to comment on? And then you get mad because people are kind of questioning you about it. It's like, well, you kind of knew what you signed up for. Like, just saying all this shit, right? But you opened that window. So you can't get mad that people are, like, commenting Pushing on Pushing you it. out the window. Right, because you, you literally, you did open it, it. You know? So... That's on that. But speaking of fuck niggas. I've been through and that before. You so have. I have. I had to deal with that on the way back when I was home. So. Yeah. But figured it out. So it's all good. That's where my perspective comes from. So, But it's all good, though. Relationship is great. And it's, it takes a, a superwoman to be able to take that pain and still be open and still, you know, have that relationship built for a kid that actually wants to have that relationship even though everything is stacked against that mom. So I say take the high road, and as hard as that is, like, I can't even call it. Never been in it, but at the same time, like, I mean, that takes a lot. So I think strive to be that and strive to have that relationship for your kid. All that. Speaking of fuck niggas, that ain't shit. Um, Lori Harvey is dating future, apparently, allegedly. I don't know. Um, I don't know who Laura Harvey is. Steve Harvey's daughter. She was literally just dating P. Diddy. Okay. That yeah. stuff changes. That's like high school. Right. So it's like, okay, cool. Um, it's just names that people actually know because you're not going to deal with somebody that's broke. You don't be around them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, some people be going for like broke ass niggas, which I'm like, uh, I mean, hey, everybody's different strokes for different folks. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. But did you broke see? Broke is temporary. That is. <laughs> Shout out to everybody grinding. Right. Know what I mean? <laughs> Poor is a mind state. Literally having your own LLC. You're hella broke in the beginning. Brother struggle is real. Facts. So it's nothing wrong with that. That means you're trying broke. to do something different. Or if you broke and not doing shit and complaining about it, then you should. That's when I up. have an issue is when you're just literally like not doing shit, not you say you might have goals, but you're not doing you the certain right. You're not putting in the work. That's the issue. 
But um, did you see the future memes during Christmas? You know I don't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I put together a whole story Bro. of what I saw during Christmas. Mad family, mad friends, all love. <laughs> you cannot go through that story and not smile. That's what I was doing. I don't know what good. the fuck is going on outside of that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dude, they were hella funny. So it was like basically a picture of like future on his phone, but like people are making all these captions like when a nigga like when a nigga that used to date hits you up is like, you know, damn, like I saw a picture of your daughter and damn, that could have been our first kid. Well, you know, tell your mom I said Merry Christmas. Like just random shit like that. Right. <laughs> so there were hella memes like that. And it was just going viral and I died. Cause it was like this is some shit I get every fucking holiday from random ass niggas that I used to date. Like, and literally while I was looking at one, this nigga I used to date hit me up was like, yo, like, I know I'm the last person you want to talk to right now, but I just want to say Merry Christmas. Like, nigga, get the fuck off my phone. <laughs> that's how you feel? Damn. Yes. Oh, that's a whole ass other story. We'll you talk about it in shot. Damn, it might work out nah, the second time around. that nigga needs around. to get the far the fuck away from me because I'm like, hell no. Uh-uh. Okay. Nah, okay. I had to kick that nigga out of my house. Oh, oh that's some other shit. Yeah, he was kind of, he was wild and bro. Um, moving on. How so, how old were you when that happened? Dude, this was like no, not three weeks ago. I would say this is back in October. Oh, okay. It's recent. Yeah. So I was like, Hell You semi no. my grown, you semi my grown. You're getting there. I you know what I am. <laughs> Growing up. Damn. I'm not a child, bro. Okay. You know what? Whatever. Hey, ask 30 year olds what they were doing when they were 24, and they were all the, oh, the fuck was I on? <laughs> Every 30, 31 year old, unless they had some shit popping early on. Dude, I do that now. Even when I look back at like my, like, I wanted to say early 20s, but when I look at being 20 and 21, I'm like, damn, uh -huh. what the fuck was I doing? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. But exactly. um, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish I could go back to those times because, like, it was easier. The older you get, you're like, damn, adulting is hard. But uh -huh. I'm still enjoying it. I, I would rather be where I am now, obviously. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so last but not least, Yo, Barack, Barack Obama, Obama decided to throw out his favorite books and movies for 2019. Hey. So for the movie section, Watchmen was on it. Um, that was directed by Nicole Cassell. And shout out to Regina King because she was lit. If you haven't seen Watchmen, please watch it. I mean, you watch Watchmen for yes, sure. Watch I've never seen Watchmen. it though. Yes. But I trust your taste though. Um, so basically, I would highly recommend to watch the movie first or just get like an overview of what Watchmen is because a lot of people, they're kind of lost because it kind of like. It kind of picks up back from like the first movie or like yeah so like you should probably get more intel on like what watchmen's actually about and then no idea we'll figure it out i'll watch a trailer <laughs> or something yes so i just want to give a shout out because the black black wow i cannot talk today so the last <laughs> black man of san francisco was on his list burr, 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 burr. <laughs> so it was directed by joe talbot and rob richard and I just want to give a huge shout out to my homie Jamal because he played in the movie and had a huge part in helping get this movie made. Um, so I'm super, super proud of him and super, super excited to see what he does because he is actually coming out with a movie with Lena Waithe. So I cannot wait to see that come out. I'm bad with names. Hey, you should like put together like a, uh, a whole list of pictures of people so I can see who they are. And then this will be learning 
learning mode while we're doing this because I don't know shit about pop culture. See, and... I can always introduce you to Jamal. So Jamal's he's a Bay Area native. He's from San Francisco. He actually has a really unique and interesting story because um, are you pr- I'm sure if I brought up like BuzzFeed or like an article or something, like you would know exactly who he is because he was known for basically going to jail for basically getting framed by SFPD. Um, and Kamala Harris had a huge part in his sense. It does happen a lot, but it's been getting a lot more coverage like recently. Um, So now that he's out, he's actually been able to like share his story. Um, So yeah, but he's a really, really great guy, super down to earth. And I cannot wait to see what he does because he is making so many strides in the movie industry. So yeah. Yep, me either. Let's figure out who it is. So All right, guys. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back. And we'll be back. All right, guys. And we are back. So, building. So, we're getting ready to do our chronicle for today. But I just want to do just a recap of last episode. So, last episode, I had my guest, Janae Keller, on. And we were talking about basically our relationships with our parents, some that are non existent. and kind of using childhood trauma and how it affects us in adulthood, whatnot, and then, um, you know, finding good coping mechanisms and ways and setting down, like, healthy boundaries during the holiday season. So you guys had a lot to say. Um, Thank you guys so much for emailing me and also DMing me, talking about your experience with your families and your parents and talking about how it kind of resonated with you. Um, There were some comments that were kind of questioning, like, it wasn't necessarily we were bashing our parents. We were just talking about our experiences. Um, but at the end of the day, like we always say, we love our parents. And no matter some of the traumatic stuff that we've been through, um, we're just still kind of working on the ways of, you know, this thing called adulting and setting down healthy boundaries um, with our family members. Thanks. So just want to say again, thank you guys so much for really being engaged with the last episode. So with that being said, we are going to hop into today's chronicle. So we are doing a wrap-up episode of the year Let's and the decade. It. Yeah. So 2020 visions, man. Right. So what were some pros and what were some cons for like this year for you? And it could be anything. It could be like music based. It could be literally like, you know, your personality, uh, like characteristic i don't know like just anything Hmm, pros and cons (laughs) for 2019 um pros would be taking a leap of faith of coming out to california in the first place when did you move here i came here in november late november so roll all of that into it and i got into sf maybe in january that's when I started working and digging in. So uh, that part, um, going back to last year, I made some tough decisions in Miami and left me with, I got fucked over by some people. I saw a picture on Instagram. I'm sorry, I got ADD. So I saw a picture on Instagram. It was like <laughs> the picture of you and your friends years ago. And it's like a dude sitting in his uh, backyard with like 12 different snakes around him, right? Yeah. So... Um, that's what happened in Miami. It was one, but it kind of blew me though. So I came out here with like 11 bucks total and a friend, you know what I mean? And one friend. And that was it. So 
that building the pro was i had to start from scratch in the most expensive city damn near in in the country and made it happen right so pro for sure mentality built um being able to act the city and at the same time be a resource to a lot of different people uh in the meantime the network is crazy the people are uh amazing in oakland so i rock with them a lot more i felt like this was more home than home was just because if you put in the work and you put yourself out there and it's good energy good love good vibes and you have something to bring to the table then it's a lot different than if you're just at home doing your own thing on a regular basis day in and day out your impact is completely different and um your life is completely different so the pros would be putting yourself out there putting myself out there and uh finding amazing people to link with and um actually getting some things done um i don't think cons are i don't know cons are just obstacles that you don't see were positive in the first place because you're in the middle of them so cons i can't call it i think it was a lot of obstacles that were overcome i would see them as cons to begin with but if you look back on them they're probably not cons at all i probably needed to learn some type of lesson through them and that would be applied to maybe 2020 when, when stuff on a larger scale. You usually have to go through some shit, learn some shit, because if you made those same mistakes with $10, you're probably going to make the same mistakes with $100,000 if you had it, and you're not supposed to. So uh, God or whatever you believe was going to smack you in the face with what's wrong with you over and over and over again until you get it. So I started to see that, and um so, 2019 was kind of dope, man. 2020 is going to be amazing for sure. Uh, other pros, music. Fab came out with this cold summer action. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. I'm here for it. That's you know, a pro. That is. That's definitely a pro. There's a lot of other pros on the music side. D Smoke coming out after all of that. Y'all probably watched that shit. If y'all didn't, y'all should watch that. D Smoke. I think it's about but um yeah it's all love honestly i got the kids together like i wanted to get them together this has been a long time coming for a lot of these things and uh those challenges were tough but i found that if you keep on pushing and keep on being positive then you know stuff doubles over and all that negativity doubles over at some point you'll be surprised so yeah that's what uh 2019 looked like for me it was some other stuff too, but I'm just gonna leave it, leave it at that. Finding love, starting up. It's all types of stuff. We just gonna chill right now. <laughs> what like, you got going on? Well, it sounds like your year was lit. Uh, my year also was. It was pretty good. I mean, it started off like I remember making my goals for last year and was just like, all right, well, like literally the end of 2018, I was just like, all right, I want, you know, because for most of you guys know, I'm a blogger. I do fashion and beauty blogging. And um, 2018 was a really good year for me. And I was like, all right, we can take this even further. Um, I literally was like, <laughs> I literally was like, I want to start. Um, you know, branching out and actually working with a lot more like fashion brands, literally like two days into 2019, two brands hit me up and wanted to work with me and they're both like reputable brands. So, hey. right. So I was already like, yeah. all right, 2019 starting off pretty lit. Like, mm-hmm. um, so that was pretty good to get that off my bucket list right away. 
Um, there were so many opportunities that I had. Uh, some of them were kind of like, I don't know. Um, but what, like kind of what Brandon said was, you know, some things kind of happen and you don't understand why they're happening, but you realize like, maybe like, maybe you won't ever really truly realize why you went through certain things or had certain experiences, whether they were like professionally or like just, you know, informal. Um, but you know, one of the certain experiences that I had that was like, Oh my God, this is tragic, but it opened up so many different avenues for me. Um, and I networked like crazy and it kind of, it kind of took me to another level when it came to that. Right. So, um, that went really, really well for me. I did take a little bit of a break with blogging because I think I was getting so caught up into, you know, getting certain brand deals and taking on certain sponsorships that I probably shouldn't have. And I talked about it a little bit in like one of my like last blog posts. Mm. I'm like, why did I stop blogging for a minute? Because I was MIA from, I would say I was MIA literally from like May until like September. Yeah. You know, and that's a long ass time, you nice. know, especially for like blogging. Like if we take a little break or if we have like burnout, um, that usually only lasts for like maybe a few weeks and then we just pick it back up the next month. But I literally, you know, stopped for a while. And the reason for that was because I think I was getting so caught up again into like taking on certain things that didn't actually match me. It didn't go align. It didn't align with like my work ethic and my values. Um, so it was kind of a moment for me to kind of take a step back and think about why am I doing, doing certain things? Am I necessarily doing it for me or am I doing it to get more sponsorship from like other companies and show like I'm just working with people and getting paid because that's not why I started this in the first place. So um, I really wanted to take a step back and just, you know, kind of regroup. And um, I also really wanted to work on my friendships. And I think one thing for 2019 is like, I'm not gonna, I want to work hard. I want to, you know, pay my dues and whatnot. But with that being said, I think it's also really important to be in the moment with your friends, your family. Um, so that was something that I would consider when it comes to professionally, that was like a con. Cause it's like, damn, you know, like losing money. Right. But at the same time, it's like, it was so much more fulfilling being in the moment hanging out with my friends. And um, there's so many people that kind of saw that turn of like, you just seem happier, you know? Cause it's like, mm. I think when you hit that reset button and you just have to regroup, it's like, it's refreshing. And you feel like you're doing things with purpose rather than just because they're just for quantity or almost like chess pieces where it's like, so um, not, I don't want to say like manipulated, but it's very, um, I mean, we can go with that, right? Like, it's very calculated. Calculated. So, it? yeah. So that was one thing that kind of was going on through this year. Also, like, friendships. I, like, you know, made so many connections with so many people. Um, and kind of like how we were talking about, like, off air, like, um, time doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, there's been people that you could be friends with for a lifetime, and they're just trash, and they're toxic, and Facts. they ain't shit. But there's people that you can meet like, you know, within a few months and you immediately know, like, this is someone who's a lifelong friend and um, they just are just more genuine. So I think with who you are today. Yes. Um, And that's one thing, you know, I always talk about doing audits on yourself. And one of my biggest audits was like kind of just evaluating like who's always, who's in your corner, um, who's truly in your corner. And so, 
I'm happy to say that like for the past couple of years, I've had, you know, I've had the pleasure of having people who are like now officially in my corner and actually like respect and appreciate and support what I do. But I think especially this year, it's like, it's been changing a lot where like, not necessarily if something dramatic happened or traumatic, you know, um, but there's certain people that are friends that if you guys just aren't, you know, some people just grow apart and that's okay. Um, and so you kind of have to reassess that. And yeah. There's so. an audio book called Build Your Empire. Build Your Empire by Elena Grant, Grant Cardona's wife. Uh, the 10 next book is built. That's uh, Grant's book. But Elena Grant did a um, Building Your Empire book. And it talks about that. If you're building an empire, imagine yourself um, as the king or queen of your castle. And then you have who is going to surround you. Right. And then you do the audit that you're talking about. You do the audit and see who's bringing things to the table and who's not. Maybe it's energy. Maybe it's excitement. Maybe it's resources. Maybe it's these people are good at these things and I want them around because this is what they do. And then you look at the other people that might be taken away. It's always taken away, but you have some type of loyalty because you've known them for a long time. And a lot of times you have to just cut them shits off completely. And it, it just lifts a weight off you for sure. So she talks about that and she literally changed everything because she went through that process and everything. Um, and she was already successful before, but it just took her to a completely different level. And she has to take that very, very, very seriously um, to the point where, you know, you guys meet up and really go out every few months and see what's, see what's what, you know what I mean? Um, and I would say I learned the power of no, which is unrelated to the book, but the power of no, though. And I probably just learned that over the freaking weekend. You know, you always get invited to stuff. And it's like, you know what? I don't have to go all the way over there just to say yes to the people that I rock with. If it's not of interest, like, we're going to rock anyway. Let me just not go over there because it's not going to help the situation I'm in. And you should probably understand that because you rock with me in the first place. And then we'll reconnect when it makes, time. It makes sense. So the power of no would probably do a lot for a lot of people, especially around the holiday times when everybody's pulling you in a 100 different directions. What's important to you? What do you want to get done? And you can still let people know that, yo, I care. This is what it is, but I'm not going to show up over here. And if they turn on you because of something like that, then it was selfish intent in the first place. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's something that I really, I kind of already knew the power of no, but I think that's something that I really exercised like heavily within this year. Because um, I think especially towards the end tail of me being like, fuck it, I'm just going to take a break from doing certain creative projects. Like I was turning down a lot of people and saying no. And it's like, you know, sometimes I question it, like, is this the right decision financially or, um, you know, like whatever. But I think at the end of the day, it was, it worked more in my favor by doing that. Cause I think one of my main highlights and one of my main goals for um, midway through the year was being more present and you know again maintaining those relationships and building on those relationships with friends family and um even acquaintances you know like networking that was something that i i mean everybody knows i'm like the networking queen but it's like i think especially this year it's something that i was like working heavily on and um but i think one of the biggest highlights of this year for me was quitting my nine to five like that was like legit like 
Probably. I mean, I've done a lot. Of- <laughs> <laughs> But I think I've done a lot of scary shit in my lifetime, but that was by far probably one of the scariest things I've had to do because it's like there's so much unknown, right? Where it's like you don't know what the next move is. I mean, and luckily I was blessed to already have something lined up where, um, you know, whether it was helping people with their podcasts, with their small businesses, um, like those were already lined up for me. And then getting this bigger gig that I'm doing right now. Um, I'm blessed to have that because some people literally just say fuck it all together and they have no plan lined up and are trying to just, you know, do what they can to survive. Um, so I'm happy to be in a place where I didn't, I mean, obviously as a young entrepreneur, there's always going to be some type of struggle, but, um, it's not to the point where there's times where I feel like I have too much work and that's a good thing as an entrepreneur because you always want to be working. Um, you never want to be like, damn, how am I going to pay my rent this month? You know? So, um, I'm blessed to be in a space where that's going really, really well for me right now. Um, but yeah, Congrats, B. thank you. I mean, about. shit. Yeah. So it's that's been a real. journey for real, for real, but like, it's a really good journey and I'm excited to take you guys all on it with me. And yeah, so that's basically my highlight of this year. So Oh, a pro is Colin Kaepernick's shoe just sold out in minutes. Hey, wait for ah. Nike. Yeah. Nice. He uses his uh, profits to fight injustice. Okay. So look into that. He's doing his thing, and he already got back into the NFL, too. Win, win, win. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, who did he get signed with? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not on my social I just looked on my Instagram and I saw it. Huh. I didn't know he got back into the NFL, but... I thought he did. Something no, did he no, he did that practice or whatnot, but then nobody ended up picking him. And basically, they the NFL kind of made a statement like the NFL has already moved on from... I don't know. I could be wrong, uh, right? It could be something that's like... The shoe sales are a win. Right, exactly. Okay. Either way, it's still a fucking win. Right. So... um more than president of social justice right now. Right. So, um, without a job. So about this decade, though. What's up? What were some pros? What's some cons? And also, like, how would you oh, decade oh, on God. the decade, right? And like, can you like, how are you now compared to like how you were back in 2010? Oh my God! I know that's like <laughs> a big ass question. 31 and 20, completely different, like. <laughs> Oh my. All right. So this is what went through my mind. Have you ever gone through your Facebook messages all the way back 10 years ago? Because you can go through your messages and they're still there and look at what you're saying and look at what you're writing. Like, look at that and watch what happens. Right. So between being 21 and being 31. Dude, I hate when Facebook gives me that whole thing of um, this is what you said 10 years ago. This is on this day. I'm like, damn, bro. I was ignorant as fuck. Go to them DMs, like, <laughs> man. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Um, I was in two completely different spaces. At 21, I was supposed to be... I was on the way to playing professionally, basketball and everything. I just didn't take care of business. Mad irresponsible, things of that sort. And I had to go through 
coming to terms with a, the decision not to go pro at some point and going into work world. I just got into work world maybe 25, maybe 26, because I didn't have to. Everything was taken care of. Um, and the longest that I had stayed at a job was literally a month or something like that. So completely different. Um, I still had the same attitudes about working, but completely different. So I guess I took all of that time to develop all of the different resources that I would use to make my exit strategy to get away from nine to five world as soon as humanly possible. And what I'm seeing right now is it's all lining up. So it's about action and it's right around the corner at 32 rather than freaking 60 when people are trying to, you know, retire with their pension or whatever it is going by the way of the system. So that's one thing. Family being a yes man and giving everything humanly possible to them and, you know, sacrificing yourself completely back then all the way up until 28, 29 or something like that. Literally like a year and a half ago is when I separated that and cut that and started, you know, keeping that stuff for myself. So that turned around. Um, the relationships with the kid, like it's a lot of stuff that changed. Pros and cons, pro, growth, growth, growth. Cons, again, it's going to be the same. You know what I mean? Everything is a con until you figure out why you had to go through that. And then you see later on what it added to your personality, your life, and everything of the sort. Um, but just maturing and everything like that is, is pretty dope. Uh, we can go a lot of different ways with it. That's what I was like. Anything goes. I mean, shit. A lot of different ways. <laughs> with it. Oh my god! I'm gonna let you pop on and comment on it, but man, 21. All right. So you were 21 10 years ago. Yeah. I was 14. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, exactly. there's a lot that has changed. Um, I mean, one, I was it even legal to drive? You know. <laughs> so that's one thing. Um. Actually, speaking of that, a goal that happened in 2019, I got my license again. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, hey. You have to get it back? What you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> the fish be wilding. Oh, my God. That's that 24-year-old shit. Right. Yeah, no, I've been without a license for the past, damn, three years. Yeah. It's oh, been shit. a minute. It got suspended. Whatever. That's a different story. What happened? But <laughs> I mean, I was just speeding hella much, and then I have points on my license, and then you know, point, go do the class, come back. Yeah, but see, when you you can take traffic school, I think it might be different for different states. But in California, you can take traffic school one time within a certain amount of a certain period of time, and you then did it more than once. Yeah, like oh, I have multiple, <laughs> multiple speeding tickets, this bro. Thing on level thirty six, <laughs> like <laughs> speeding tickets, literally. The one that got me, though, was I was coming from the San Ramon area, and I worked in San Mateo at the time. So that's, like, hella far, right, on its own. So I was speaking. I was like, bro, I, like, just finished my final, and I was like, fuck, I really got to, like, it was, like, early, early college. Um, and I was like, fuck, I really need to, like, book it to work because they didn't want me to come in later. I was going 90, got pulled over on the San Mateo Bridge. And he's like, you were pulling, you were doing 90 and, you know, like, you were pulling away from me. I was like, damn, bro. So uh, mm, that was the one. Mode. Yeah. I mean, I went to court for that shit and everything. And I mean, shit, might as well just tell a story now. 
Uh, yeah, I was. I went to court and everything, and she was like, "Oh, this is your second uh, speeding ticket in like six months." No, I'm not gonna fucking reduce this shit, and you can't do traffic school. That was a nine hundred dollar ticket. Damn. That was a nine hundred dollar. Like, I was like, "How does That's it even crazy. get that high?" And mind you, I was like, "Yeah, I had to have been like nine. So this is more than three years then. I it, yeah, it was like I was nineteen. And, like, I was just, like, I can't afford a $900 ticket. I'm, like, a broke college student, you know? So, yeah. I got so, one of those at 19, too. It was, yeah. It was 98. I was doing 105, and I slowed down. Damn. <laughs> Going to a, a basketball tryout or something like that for the college a scrimmage. And lo and behold, I was 30 minutes early. They didn't <laughs> tell me. So I get this big-ass reckless driving. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to get there, coach. It's <laughs> like, no, you're good. You're like 30 minutes early. I'm over here across the street. Oh my God. So, right. that. Yeah. Then I got two tickets in one night. I was wilding. I did. Dude, what the fuck? 80 and a 25 <laughs> at night. Got 80 and a 25. Dude. That's... I was on some other shit, too. I mean, yeah. See, but we grow from this, right? So we now grow. I know, you know, now I know you can't be over here driving hella crazy like that because you can kill somebody, you can kill yourself. Like, there's so many reasons on why that's not safe. So uh-huh. now, you know, lesson learned, you know. For but, sure. I have uh, jail and all Right. But I think I was pushing it off because I was just like, well, I live, because I lived in the city for the, like the last five years. We don't need and a I was car. just like, right. I was like, especially like in Hayes Valley and like, all the other places I lived in the city, like you literally do not need a car. So I was just like, no, I just prefer to get chauffeured anyways. I prefer to get chauffeured anyways. I'm I mean, I'm bougie as fuck. So, <laughs> so I was like, I just prefer to get chauffeured. And now that I'm back in Oakland, I'm kind of like, let me call Uber share. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of like, <laughs> right. I'm kind of like, I'll probably have to do a pool now, you know, going back to the city. But, um, That's smart, pull it up. right. So, yeah, so now I'm kind of like, meh, my, and I lost my ID. I forget how. I think I was, like, drunk somewhere, and I lost my ID. So I was like, damn, now I really got to, like, I was like, if I have to go to DMV, I might as well just get my license again. They were just, they made me take the test, bro. Like, I was not prepared. The whatsoever. official test? The writing, the written test. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, and they're like, well, it's it's been a while. I was like, I can see that. But, like, I mean, I had my license since I was 16. So whatever. That's something that happened, but um, yeah, going back to like the whole decade, like oof, that's hard. That I is think, hard. Yeah, I mean, I think that grown as fuck, still a little baby right now. I was fourteen, and I am grown. I'm twenty four. <laughs> you're hella annoying aj um, nothing but a number it's all about your experiences it sounds like you true. had a lot of experiences but I it's have only if you learn plenty. from those experiences correct yes, yes that is so true when was the last time you got a speeding ticket not since then since i was 19 because i had a suspended license it when was did you, when did you get it back i got it back this year i got it back a few months ago yeah, so we so. still got some months to go before you get <laughs> <laughs> Right. I know all my family and friends are just kind of like, so we still don't trust you with a car. We like, believe you. We believe in you. Right. Okay. okay, but that's just one That's one thing that I grew from, right? So a lot of listeners believe in you too, correct? <laughs> Do they, though? <laughs> They're probably going to be like, hell no, bitch, what the fuck? Um, all right, I believe in you. Just don't drive my shit. Literally. Just stay off the road when I'm on the road, bro. Uh, see, this is why I get chauffeured. Like, I just I shouldn't be driving. Anyways, um, 
I think my mindset in general has changed a lot too. I mean, obviously, I was fucking fourteen. Like that's yeah, come on, let's be <laughs> so <correct>. much <laughs> can really like change. I don't even remember that. Right. What grade is that? That so because my birthday the way that it is, I was a freshman. You got help back. No, no, Go I <laughs> I graduated high school at seventeen, bro. All right, let's um. So I was, yeah, I was a freshman in high school when I was 14. So 14, I think, yeah, okay, that's probably, yeah. So depending on when your birthday is, some people are either like early, like, especially for like December, November people, it's like they either start them late or they start them early. So yeah, yeah nice. but no, a bitch was never held back. <laughs> <laughs> a bitch actually was smart as fuck. Uh -huh. It's like honors classes. Uh -huh. Anyways, so just got thirty six points on our license. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. It's that's all what's good. Up. <laughs> uh, Bella Rude. So, I mean, I think I went from being a, like an angry kid due to like you know some stuff that I talked about last episode, but um, I think because of like certain things were going on, I was an angry child. I felt oh, okay. the Me way too. that it did. Right, Are you a I middle mean, child or no? Yeah, so well, I'm technically the second to youngest. So there's seven of us, and you're I was a like, "At what?" Yeah, you're a problem for sure. Damn, that's all right. I I'm am the youngest too. girl, so if that puts anything else into perspective, yeah, my sister's crazy too. She's the youngest girl. Damn. It's all right though. I mean, we're not crazy. We just, you know, <laughs> we have our shit. But um, yeah, so Savage. I think mindset has really changed. I think that I would say, especially within the past few years. Um, really unpacking like a lot of like traumatic stuff, not even just traumatic, because that's like hella emo, but like basically just kind of unpacking like why do I do the things I do? Where does it come from? Like and getting those tools to kind of like understand certain triggers, understand like um, so, and just kind of changing my perspective on stuff. So I think, yeah, I mean, I feel like most people honestly were like in their angry teens or like um whatever but i think i was once... a runaway <laughs> okay well yeah so there's that <laughs> for a day or two they found me though <laughs> <laughs> bro yeah i don't Down think the I, ever, I don't think i ever ran away but i, I think i was away, definitely man. like i'm out of here <laughs> yeah but i that was one thing that i did a lot whereas i had a lot of distractions so i think that was something that i had to kind of acknowledge take accountability of um because i think i sometimes use relationships as a distraction so that's something that i've grown from now because i think now i actually try to see like gauging like if this person is the right fit for me and same with jobs right because i was one of those who it was good to kind of dabble into like whatever um because you know you're when you're so young you should dabble into a lot of things and not just be on some straight path Facts. um so i think unless that, you know in your heart and your soul what you were made for so I think that when I was younger, I really was like, I really thought I was going to be a surgeon. I really, you know, even when I was applying to colleges, I thought I was going to be on this. Um, I was a bio major on a pre-med track and whatnot, but I realized I was only doing that just to kind of um, get approval for my family. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's selfish or not, I think that you have to really, I changed my mindset and was like, at the end of the day, I'm a creative. Um, I've always been, and it was always like an outlet for me when I was younger. But I think I realized that this is something that I'm passionate about. This is something that I want to do. So for me, it was more of um, just doing stuff that makes you happy and not doing it to, uh, 
you know, just to please other people. So um, I feel that. Yeah. So I think that that was something that kind of changed my mindset. Also, um, I mean, and just outside of just me personally, I think like pros and cons. So like pros is like, you know, again, like meeting so many new people in this. I mean, it's a fucking decade. You know, you meet so many people. Um, some of those people have been for a season. Some of those people, you know, um, but I did learn a lot from I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot of different industries, uh, just because I was dabbling into so much other shit. And then um, cons was like, a lot of, you know, just people talk about gentrification within like, all metropolitan cities, um, you know, across the US. But I think that within like the Bay Area, it's been something that's so you know, it's just happened so rapidly. And so, you know, seeing a lot of like, people that we know, or just people that we don't even um, know, just get displaced, um, you know, seeing the trickle down effect of that going on. That's been like, one of the biggest cons, I think, with a lot of people that are desensitized towards certain shit, um, kind of seeing how that has been changing the culture in the Bay Area it just doesn't necessarily make it feel like home anymore. So that would probably be like one of like the downside of things happening. But with that being said, I think because, I mean, it's crazy enough that like Oakland now is considered one of like the top tourist, like the tourist areas in the U S which is, that was crazy. Right. Which is like great because I'm like, I'm happy that we're finally on the map that we're finally being seen for stuff other than like the hyphy movement and like certain other thing. I mean, and which we obviously love um, cause that's part of like, the Bay Area, especially Oakland's like original culture. But I think seeing that now it's not this place of like, oh my God, you live in Oakland. So like now everybody fucking wants to be a part of it because we're thriving and we're doing so well. So I'm so happy to see that aspect. And last but not least, I just want to say I'm one of the highlights for uh, this year, just seeing black businesses and black people just in general, just thrive. I think that we've embraced so much about black culture within this decade um, to the point where, you know, like people everywhere are trying to take, have a little piece of that culture. Like we obviously see it with Kim K and then we obviously see it with like a lot of like social media influencers, black fishing and shit. But at the end of the day, I'm just so happy that we have come to a place where, you know, we're being celebrated for our curves. We're being celebrated for our culture. We're being celebrated for our features um, and embracing our melanin and, you know, being unapologetic about it. So I would say that would be like one of the main highlights. Um, That's for- a major highlight. Yep. So um, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right, guys, and we are back. So we are talking about our latest feels. So what have you been listening to, friend? Um, I'm going to let you start. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) niggas. All right. Well, um, (laughs) just because you ain't ready. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm ready, bro. All right. Um, So what I'm starting off with is basically i mean again i've been talking about i've been listening to this whole decades playlist and shit like that but i've just kind of been dabbling into like the very beginning when i like had itunes or like spotify um and i think i've been with spotify since like 2015 which is crazy 
But yeah, I've been listening to anything from like um, like Nathafaro, Frank Ocean, um, Jake Cole. Let me see what else. But mm. um, I don't know. So I've just kind of been dabbling into shit like that. So I honestly, you weren't ready. Stop playing. I, know you I was ready though. Right. Right. Whatever, guys. So this is Sweet Life by Frank Ocean. The Black Beverly Hills, domesticated paradise, palm trees and pools. The water's blue, swallow the pill, keeping it surreal. Whatever you like, whatever feels good, whatever takes your mountain high, keeping it surreal. Not sugar free, my TV ain't HD, that's too real. Grapevine, mango, peaches, and lime. Sweet life, sweet life, sweet life. Sweet life, sweet life. Sweet, 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 sweet. Okay, so obviously that was Sweet Life by Frank Ocean. So yeah, I've just been dabbling into Channel Orange because. Sweet Life and Pink Matter and Pyramids are one of my three of my favorite songs off that album. Mm. So, have you? What's you, the next one? <laughs> what's my <laughs> next one? I'm done. All right, so I guess I'm just doing this shit by myself. Um, so listen, I got, I got. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Time out. Try to relax. No, I'm good. I listen to. Um, all right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, so I've been listening to a lot of uh, Kate Trinata. He just came out with his new album, so that shit's been fire. So this is What You Need by Kate Trinata. Thirty seconds goes by real fast. Um, so real that was fast. right. That was what you need by Kate Trinata. What else? So I've been listening to a lot of, of course, my husband Jadena, like uh, just some of his older stuff, whether it was like Classic Man or Long Live the Chief, um, and then Young M.A. Because I just recently saw her, so I've been watching Mr. Robot, and so just been like listening to her music again. Um, yeah, no, she can definitely get the business though. Um, Young and May? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, she's cute. Uh, she's cute. She's cute. <laughs> I would suck the strap. It's all good. You know, I suck the like soul of that strap. Right. Um, all right. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been listening to her a little bit. And then I would say Lanes by Yuna. So that's like, God, I feel like. It's probably been in every sex playlist I've ever had because it's such a good song. But I would have to say for the decade, I would say this is probably one of my favorite songs. Living in a 
Obviously, that was Lotus Flower Bomb by Wale. Um, anything else you've been listening to, friend? I didn't even start yet. I mean, you know I mean? well... I've been, I've been waiting over here for so this apparently, whole time. Apparently, niggas weren't prepared. So. Uh, niggas are definitely prepared. You can't rush greatness, okay? Oh, Lord. All right. So, what I listened to a lot at home when I was doing the family thing, and with my mom and everything, like I'll have the Spotify on the, on the TV and everything like that. Um, Kalai from that Queen and Slim soundtrack is a vibe, yeah, 100%. And it kind of just takes me to a, a certain place. Everybody's got opinions on nothing. Say we're flying down a path with no ending. Definitely gonna listen to that before I walk out. I'm gonna walk out to that. You know <laughs> That's I mean? your walkout song. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have some walkout songs sometimes. You know, when you get out the car, you ready to get it in or something like that, go to a party or something, go into a networking <laughs> oh event God. or something. You're like, you know what? I ain't walking out to nothing but this. So that's your song after you, anyway. No, not for everything. Okay, for I was everything. like, yo. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm trash, my bad. I'm going to go over here <laughs> to this uh, other one. You know what I dig into a lot? Um, since I've been in Cali, I made a, a playlist called Cali Buzz. And I put Coda the Friend on there. I don't know if you ever heard about Coda the Friend, but. He's pretty dope. Um, pull it up. Pull it up. The vibe is a good one. I'm just trying to figure out which one from him I want to pop on here real quick. I've been drinking all day. Everywhere I go, I'll be thinking about you always. Downtown summer rolling in my mama foyer. Sneaking in the building, smoking sour in the hallway. It's over now. We holding now deep. Poster child of the sky. I've been on the clouds. It's all love. I stay true, it's all love, uh, yeah. Getting money, but we still the same, yeah. I just want the fool, you could keep the fame. Bro, this shit came in strong. See, I don't really want to cut this shit off, because you already know what it is, <laughs> right? And then um, the last thing I was, but definitely dig into Coda the Friend. It starts with a K, K-O-T-A, the friend. Um, outside of that, there's so much other stuff that I dig into, but being out in the Bay for the last, I would say this whole decade, but the most played thing I got humanly possible is set it and forget it chill mix. I got like 370 some odd songs and I just toss it on and it's a vibe for the entire time it's on. But what I've been digging into a lot more has been um, a lot of Afro beats, man. A lot of Afro beats. Give me love, baby, 
It's not fight, make a fight for the love. It's not dress, make a dress for the love. No one, no complication. This is a situation. It's not dress, make a dress for the love. It's not fight, I go fight for the love. No one, no complication. This is a situation. it's all good over here so that's what i've been vibing out to a lot um but if i made a playlist of 370 songs you better believe i got a hundred different playlists and they all fire stop playing with me <laughs> i'm dead <laughs> i can believe it though a lot of your shit's pretty on point so it's like that oh this one It's a difficult place when it gets like this. Uh-huh. It's hard to raise a child when it gets like this. Uh-huh. Oh, giving this smile was my only wish. Uh-huh. But it's hard to do you right when it gets like this. Uh-huh. Wish my command. Oh shit, 30 seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, but oh, yeah, that's man. what that's what's going on here. Can't rush greatness. I feel like really? I'm dropping the mic right now. Don't drop the mic, bro. All right. So I pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh we're gonna just wrap it up real quick. So upcoming events, Toasted Life, New Year's Eve party, your girl is going. About to be lit. Definitely um, pulling up. That's my guy. Right. Matt. Yes. Shout out to Matt for doing this shit. You know, again, tickets are still available. They are on Eventbrite, or you can just go to their um, Instagram page, Toasted Life. And yes, of course, your bitch is already doing bottle service because I mean, I'm bougie. So be like that sometimes. Be like that. I'll be over there. Hey, fuck it up. Yeah. So come say hi to us. Come kick it with us for a sec. Um, but yeah, definitely get your tickets. Any announcements? Anything going on on your end, friend? Nah, man. Nah. It's all good. Everything all right. is good. Um, yeah. I'll have announcements next time. But now nah, we'll be chilling. It's all, all right. good. If so, I see y'all out there, just say what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Instagram is just Woods. If you look at the fam fam highlight, that's what I was doing when I was at home. That's love. That's the fam. And... Um, it's all good vibes. You can't look at that shit and not smile. Uh, outside of that, <clears throat> definitely plug in your guy friend as a podcast. I just had her on as a co-host or on a couple of different topics, and she ripped it up. So um, your guy friend is on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Wherever you listen to this, you can listen to that. That's my side, and I'm probably going to have her on a lot because we rock with her perspective. Um, yeah, so I don't have any announcements just yet either, um, but there's definitely a lot of things coming up in the near future. Um, if you guys want to obviously follow me on social media, my Instagram handle is it's Renee Angelique. You could also go to my fashion and beauty blog. It's ReneeAngelique.com. And we now have a page for the Bougetto Chronicles. So follow us on Instagram, literally the Bougetto Chronicles and um, you know, we'll definitely shout out like our favorite brands, any events going on and some of our favorite artists. And of course, let us know if you guys want to like pitch any, um, 
let us know if you guys want to pitch any ideas for some show topics if you want to be on the show. But you have to have a good ass personality and be fun as fuck because we're not going to have some like lame ass. Gotta be lit. Right. Because if you're not, then, you know, what's the point? And you have to have a good topic too. But yeah, always email us at thebujetachronicles at gmail.com or just slide in our DMs. So, um, don't be sliding in crazy in my DM. DM. Slide crazy in his DM. Don't slide crazy in there. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) He is off the market. So, you know, but I'm single. So what's good? I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'll be a wingman. I'll toss you everything that comes. (laughs) You got it. All right, guys, we're going to head out, but have a fabulous New Year's Eve and see you guys in the next year. Bye. Bye.